You, you, all right, you good to go? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. <clears throat> Gather my thoughts real quick. Uh, let me see. How did that phrase go? Uh, okay, I think I got it. <clears throat> we interrupt our stand. Crap. Well, how does that go? <laughs> we interrupt our. We interrupt our standard something. Crap. Why can't I remember how the wording of that goes? Something broadcasting. Our regular broadcast. Let's go with regular broadcast. Regular scheduled program. Oh, that's it. That's something. it. Regularly scheduled. Yeah, regular scheduled program. program or, <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can do it again. <clears throat> we interrupt our regularly scheduled program to. See now I can't now I don't know what I'm supposed to say next. <laughs> That's why we have editing. Oh god damn it. Alright, let me try one more time. <clears throat> we interrupt our record record ah, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we got time. Keep going uh, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Old Tacky Connection, and I guess like everybody else, I got a bit to say about the Royal Rumble. I'll try and keep it brief, I'm sure you've heard a lot of it before. Um, heels going over in a, in a good way, a way that's going to set somebody up to either be made or, you know, just for a good payoff at the end. Uh, women's division in particular, I want to say. Nia Jax goes over, uh... Flair goes over, and then in the uh, Cruiserweights, uh, Neville's the new champ, which uh, seems good. He's already been established as a pretty good high flyer, even though he doesn't seem to do a lot of it. He seems very much a ground-and-pound, sort of menacing-type guy. I mean, I hope he brings back some of that. But, however it goes, um, match of the night easily. Cena versus Styles. I mean, Cena actually won over the crowd by the end of it, and I, I don't dislike Cena. I think he, they did kind of over-push him, overdo him, same way Hogan got overdone, and unlike Hogan, Cena's booze weren't edited out of uh, future recordings, as far as I know. You know, he's there for the kids, and you know, I appreciate he owns it. But, uh, yeah, I, at the end of the day, I guess I like Cena the same way that uh, a lot of people like The Revival. Uh, I like him as an old-school face. People like The Revival as old-school heels. But, uh, yeah, on to the uh, true main event, The Rumble. Um, Brock Lesnar got jobbed out again. Good Christ. It's funny, there's like a Fire Emblem-style... Uh, Dominance period, period, pyramid, triangle, whatever. Uh, seems like uh, Lesnar goes over Undertaker, Undertaker goes over Goldberg, and Goldberg goes over Lesnar. But, uh, yeah. I don't like that they're turning Enzo into Santino. It's like Enzo's fun, but in more of a cool way than Santino was. Santino was. He was goofy. But 
yeah, I think I'm running a bit long here. Um, yeah, the Samoan we got it, we got was not the Samoan we wanted. They did eventually give us Samoa Joe on Monday, but you know, how cool would it have been to have uh, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, or God forbid Kenny Omega show up at 30? However, it goes. That's enough wrestling talk for now. Let's uh, get on with the show. Thank you for indulging me. Please enjoy. Interrupt a regularly scheduled broadcast to... I don't know, put some Digimon in your goddamn face. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, like always, stuff happened. In this case, uh, now that we've got Joe back, Mike has gone missing. Um, He did. Um, (laughs) Joe Joe did not take kindly to uh, Mike saying he would have to go if we were in the Batum scenario, so uh, Joe ate him. (laughs) He ate him alive. But uh, it's cool. It's cool because uh, co-hosts never really die. We just have to wait for Mike to reconstitute into a digi egg and you know evolve him up until that point. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Pretty yeah. sure it's not going to take too long. I'm pretty sure we're all still at the rookie level. <laughs> <laughs> we have not. None of us are even champions yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we've had to uh, derail Batum slightly due to, uh, you know, our co-host co-host cannibalizing the show, cannibalizing itself. But uh, (laughs) self-cannibalism, the highest form of evolution. But um, rest assured, we'll be back to it next week as long as um, I don't get hungry. Uh, Yeah, if the. uh, talk of evolution wasn't any indication me and joe are going to take this time we have alone together and talk about something we both enjoy digimans digimons digimons that's right digimons yes i love me some digimon so very very much it is not a poor man's pokemon it is legit i say digimon is superior i will have this fight i don't care who you put in front of me (laughs) I'll say it. Oh, it Digimon is, is way more a, violent. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a grander and more exciting adventure. It is, and it's more about the the, the character, the individuals, the Digidestin, if you will, and their their lives and how they all come together. While Pokemon is more so about this happy go lucky character trying to become the best in the world. While yeah. Digimon is way more gritty and dark and well, real. there's there's the survival element and the and, well, I mean, I guess there's a discovery element in Pokemon, but I feel like Pokemon is both uh, sanitized in that while a Pokemon can hurt you, it can't really like it can't really hurt a human. I think the mm. only time um, you ever see a human get really hurt by a Pokemon is like that. First episode where the Spiros tear up Ash and Pikachu. <laughs> Other than yeah. that, people just kind of get hit with an attack and they're like, ah, fall over and then get right back up, cartoon style. That's true. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that is, like, that is true. They don't send off. There's there's such a drastic tone change between that like first episode and the rest of the series that a lot of people have like crafted theories about it. <laughs> yeah, I I actually personally feel that um the it was a short OVA, but the Pokemon Origins, I think that was the name of it, Pokemon Origins, mm-hmm. that is like way more intense and way more real. Uh, it's like more about like them battling each other and when they battle each other they really battle each other i mean they're the pokemon are violent they're biting each other they're screaming yeah it's they're that's kind of they're a lot more animal and yeah and that well that also that uh what was it called it's called pokemon that uh origins yeah that was uh that was supposed to be like a direct adaption of the uh the portable mm-hmm. games yeah and also to the 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 manga too i believe which is and the manga is is actually apparently really violent um it's actually the way, manga, like more intense yeah i think it it kind of depends on the author too but like the, the yeah. manga can go to some pretty heavy places like um trying to remember I can't remember what it was I read. I just like grabbed these things and read them whenever I could. Like I think I saw at one point <laughs> in one of the mangas, a guy straight up get like eaten by an Arbok. <laughs> oh my god! It's well, there's a giant snake. Well, and yeah, and, and then there was like uh, I saw the uh, manga take on the uh, Indigo Plateau tournament where uh, Ash yeah. was pl- uh, going against his uh, doppelganger. <laughs> I don't know what that kid's name was, but he was like Other Ash. They even had all the same Pokemon. Oh, Jesus. Hello. And uh, I think Ash ended up losing because it came down to a, a Charizard battle, but uh, Ash's Charizard was still like over-evolved, and it was like going crazy, and he had to recall it because it was going to kill the other kid's Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, if I if I'm correct, Ash doesn't actually exist in the manga. I believe it's red and blue. Um, there are manga adaptions of the series of the show. Of the show, okay. Yeah, but in the yeah. in the games, I don't think he existed till yellow. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's where he came into play because that shit, that game was based. It's a based lot on the TV show. Yeah, on the TV show. Yeah, I, I just assume Ash was just like a redesign of the Pokemon character. Red. I didn't know Red was his own thing. Yeah, yeah, no, is there's much love for Red and Blue. They're they're pretty intense characters, and they they're very different from Ash and and Gary. Yeah, well, Ash is kind of like <laughs> Ash is a lot more incompetent. <laughs> My God, yeah. And I, I'd, 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 I'd so say Ash is a lot more incompetent than Red, but uh, Gary is maybe a lot more competent than uh, Blue. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. But uh, we've kind of gone off on a tangent. Uh, <laughs> it's got right. into talking about Pokemon when we should be talking about the superior brand. Digimon. Yeah, that's yes. right. Fight me. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll st- stay with the comparison since we're uh, on it. But talking about why I like Digimon more, and I was reminded of this going back to this movie. We watched uh, the second Digimon movie, uh, Children's War Game or Our War Game. Yeah. Uh, 
which I think in the American released re- released release the the Digimon movie it was one of it was the second of three parts. Yeah, they broke it up. Well, or, they they broke it up that way because the way they do movie adaptions for a lot of animes in Japan is a bit different. They won't do like feature length films, but uh, kind of like short one offs that are a bit more than an episode of the TV show, but a bit less than an actual movie. And they'll usually um, bill them as a double feature with something else of the same length. Hmm. Yeah, because this movie definitely gave off that vibe. It didn't feel like a full movie. It felt like, like you just said, kind of a, an extended episode uh, because, the, I mean, the world and what was going on and stuff, it felt really much like the first season had ended and they were all just kind of chilling, living their lives. And this is kind of like a you know, a little snippet of that, and you know, a piece of their life instead of a really – it was a big event. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a big, a big Digimon came, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like – you know, like the first movie or like uh, when they're or like the big villain that they were fighting in um, uh, in the in the cartoon. It just felt like, a, you know, just a piece of their life, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, movies like this. I mean, if you uh, grew up with DBZ, you're probably familiar with movies of this format. Yeah. Um, if you watch a lot of uh, shonen animes, especially like the big ones now, um, or One Piece, Bleach, which I think is ending, and Naruto, which did end, but then mm. like immediately launched a, a sequel series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, you're probably familiar with these. Usually, like every I don't know if it's like every year, every season, every something. There'll be like one it's of these movie. like movies double build with another mm-hmm. show, another uh, movie from another series, I should say. But uh, this one's interesting in that those are usually non-canon or almost non-canon. Whereas um, I think you you can actually place uh, this film, maybe all the Digimon films, I'm not sure, but you can definitely place this one at a specific point in the timeline. Yeah, no, it felt like I said, it felt like right after season one, it just, they, cause um, when they got right back to the real world and it, it almost felt like this uh, movie was like literally maybe like a month or two after they had gotten back or something like that. Cause if you look at it, the way it's set up, everyone's kind of on vacations, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. So it's, it's as if they had just came back, you know, adjusting back to their real lives again and they're just because they weren't going to school at that moment, mm-hmm. except Joe. He was like doing the cram school or whatever. But yeah, it really well, did, did it, feel like that. Yeah, it's a, a little. There's like minor differences in what he's doing based on whether you're watching it as part of the Digimon movie or if you're watching the Japanese version. I think. Yeah, I can't remember either. He was uh, going to cram school or he was taking a placement test, but. If he was going to cram school, then it was so he could study for a placement test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that sounds that sounds like him. Um, but but yeah, it, it, like I said, it really felt like this movie was like maybe a, a few months after they had gotten back. It really felt like that. They actually spell it out for you when you watch the uh, English dub, or I think um, Agumon mentions that this guy looks like he's going to be tougher than the, uh, what did they call the 
the last big villains. Myotis, Myotis Mon? No, no I mean, Myotis, no, was, after uh, him, it was the, uh, they were like the, the Digimon Masters or something. Yeah, yes, that's, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Right before they fought Apocalamon. Yeah, because they had the, I mean, in this movie, they had the crest, so. Yeah, um, and, so, and, uh, was it the, the two Mega Digimon? Right, yeah, that's a. Wait, the crest came at the end of one, or was that in two? No, that was, that was the end of one. Yeah, yes. uh, one can it, it can get a little confusing, confusing because series one can kind of be broken up into like three different parts. Mm, that's based, true. Based yeah. on the villains. Yeah, that's also another thing too that they that they tend to do with a lot of anime, and I actually kind of like that is where they'll have a, a a season, but they'll break the season up into multiple parts. Like Sword Art Online did that too. For better kind of and like, worse. Yeah. <laughs> Fairies. Uh, man, that was weird. Um, but, but yeah, they tend, like, they do that a lot with Digimon. Like, um, I, I don't think they did it with Tamers, but I know they did it with uh, the latest one, Digimon War. That's the, Omega, uh, the American one. I think it's called Digimon X Wars or something in, in Japanese. But uh, they did it with that one, too. That's like a 50-episode uh, Digimon season, but they broke it up. Uh, I think it was like... Uh, it was 30 episodes and the I, I can't remember the split but they tend to do that a lot when they break up the seasons like that yeah um they did it in tamers but it wasn't anywhere near as clean a break uh yeah it's a bit weird i, I suspect that there was like a big shift in writers or the just the creative vision of it because remember there was kind of like tone shift in regards to uh sort of in series mechanics as well as um I guess like a uh, character development. Like I think that show was always meant to be kind of dark, but it seemed like the weight of that shifted away from the characters themselves and more to like events. Yeah. That occurred. Like it was less the, uh, <laughs> the kids, the Digimon and the people around it being kind of a bit more developed and maybe a bit more, uh, <laughs> sinister or screwed up and more just, Okay, the story's about to get grimy. People are about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it got it got intense, really, really intense near the the, the end of that series. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, but I also like you remember when it started. It seemed very much about the uh, Digimon card game and using that alongside the Digimon actually battling. And I yeah. think once they got to the digital world, or maybe even a little before then, the card thing just kind of went out the window. Yeah, I mean, that's when things got more serious because it was, I guess it was less about them just, you know, playing around and like, oh, cool, there's these little monsters that can we can partner with. And it's more so, holy shit, this is happening. we got to figure this out now. Well, so. I, think, I think it was still kind of weighty. It was just weighty in a different way, like... It seemed like Rika wasn't going to join them and was like going out of her way to just antagonize uh, the other kids. Um, yeah. The, um, <laughs> that one shady ass organization seemed like really creepy. <laughs> Whereas I, mean, so you... uh, I think like after they get back from the digital world, he's kind of like, okay, we're actually on the same side and becomes an ally. Right. But up until that point, you're kind of looking at this guy fiddling with his lighter. Like, are you going to show up in a white van and abduct these kids? You're kind of, <laughs> yeah. you're looking real seedy, buddy. 
Yeah, it, they were a little creepy because they're always around with their shades and watching, and it's like, what are they doing? But then, yeah, at the end, mm-hmm. you know, they're joining up, joining teams. Now that was, I really enjoyed that. Um, I can't remember the movie because it's been a long time since I had watched it. But do you remember what happened in the? Because they did make a a short movie for that one too. I believe there were there were two of them. One two, that's involved, I think, like. The kids going to an island in an underwater fight, mm. and then I think the other one involved a Digimon train or something. <laughs> oh yeah, the train. Okay, I remember that one. Not the not the first one though. I definitely need to go back and watch those two. Yeah, but um, we'll we'll get back yeah. to those um, at some point. This will not be yeah. the last time we talk about Digimon, but um. I think, what, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, one of the reasons why I prefer Digimon over Pokemon to the degree that I, I take the Digimon route over the Pokemon route is um, they talk about bonding between a trainer and their Pokemon. But, mm. like, no bond you form is going to be as strong as, like, the one between Digidestin and their partner. It's because they fuse. They literally well, even are so in- see, connected. Well, even before the fusion, like one thing I picked up on that I just kind of um, I acknowledged, but didn't really get how how mm. how important it was when I would watch this back in the day is is the closeness between the the. I don't know which I keep wanting to call them trainers and tamers, but like uh, mm. we'll go with tamer the Digimon yeah. uh, Tamer and their their partner to the degree that they all have like very unique dynamics like I first noticed yeah. it with uh, Tai and Agumon that their whole thing is that they're actually very similar <laughs> so, and like yeah it, it changes slightly depending upon like what level Agumon is at because I want to say up until he gets to either ultimate but definitely at mega you see um like when he's war Greymon, he kind of mm-hmm. uh takes the the sort of the the guardian role where it's him encouraging tai whereas uh anytime before then it's tai encouraging agumon yeah it's like he's become he's like he's more mature yeah <laughs> when he's a uh, war Greymon. yeah that's that's definitely for sure. More commanding with that. I mean, mm-hmm. he still needs Ty there, but they definitely. It's more of like you know we're partners, and you know I believe in you, you believe in me. We can do yeah. this together, that kind of thing. Yeah. While it's when it's but when they're at champion and below that, it's more so like you know like Ty saying, "All right, Agumon, do this, do that. We can do this," mm-hmm. and then Agumon listening. So yeah. yeah, I can definitely see that. Whereas if you uh, then go to uh, Matt and Gabumon, Gabumon is clearly clearly a much more docile creature. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. kind of gets ferocious where Matt's concerned. Yeah, they feed off each other. Yeah, yeah well, they... I, I think what it normally is is that, like, I guess Matt is naturally more the aggressor than uh, mm-hmm. Gabumon. So they kind of, like, I guess they kind of take turns being like the caretaker and the bodyguard yeah especially when he's war uh war garuman no 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 metal yeah, yeah. it's metal garuman yeah. yeah metal garuman and that's uh t- 
definitely when that happens, they're both like, yeah, let's do this. There's yeah, that's no, kind of that's kind of yeah. when they both have like like when they both bare their fangs is uh yeah. when he's at that point. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and it's like kind of just going back to like um just the story of this particular movie. It's mm-hmm. One thing I found really interesting was that, you know, in the previous, like in the first movie, they were all together. But like in this one, since they're more all broken up apart, I I, I like that. Like Ty was constantly trying to bring them all back together so they could take this, you know, take it down when and it was just they were just it's so weird seeing them all broken up and apart when in yeah. when in the in the show they're always together yeah like you know joining together but this see, that's one of the reasons why i really like digimon too it's that it's it's so grounded in the sense that they're very much still in reality mm-hmm. it's they're living their lives and it's just whenever the digimon thing kicks in it's kind of introduced into the world and they have to it's usually only happens in the movies but when they're the Digimon threat happens, they have to still deal with real life mm-hmm. and but somehow manage to mix that in with what you know what's happening. So it's I, I like I like that where they have to deal with both realities, if you will. Yeah, it kind of it really speaks to what being like a little kid is probably like. Especially, yeah, I love it. Especially like like if you compare the events of the series to the events of this movie where they're kind of in that world, they're in the digital world, they're effectively in little kid adventure world, yeah. where they're not having to deal with all the uh, weird reality stuff, but are sometimes getting like bogged down by it via their personal issues. Whereas in this mm-hmm. world, it's like what's holding, <laughs> especially in the case of Ty, what's holding them back more than anything is just like basic-ass real-world stuff that they're Birthday, that, that the everyone else party. is just completely clueless about. Like it's funny to see his mo- like Ty's mother of all people just so blissfully ignorant to all of this. <laughs> like when um, Izzy, um, I'm sorry, I'm not using their proper Japanese names, but like when Izzy and Ty were like uh, we're going back and forth, and why um, he, he got into the fight with Sora, and his mom's just stirring the bowl, looking back and forth, and she's just like, <laughs> I, I love that scene. That scene was great. She's but yeah, she's just like, cooking them snacks and making them drinks. Yeah, so much oolong tea. Oolong tea. Um, but yeah, it's just I just the the whole scene with the mom. All the scenes with the mom were great. Like she's just mm-hmm. she's just there, just you know, helping them along, and they're trying to stop like a nuclear, just a nuclear like explosion yeah. from happening. <laughs> and she's just she's just like you know offering them more tea, and I don't know. It, it's great, but I just love. Like kind of going back to what you were saying about them just having to deal with real life stuff mm-hmm. when he kept trying to call his sister, like, get back here. And she's at a birthday party telling him, I can't come back yet. I'm just, you know, I'm, we're about to eat cake. And, and it's like saying, no, you don't get it. It's like, There's, I can't I can't right now. If I leave the game right now, they're going to think I'm being mean to them. <laughs> yeah. So it's just I, I love that. Like in Pokemon. It's not like that. I mean, it's more so, you know, everyone is willing to do anything at any time. And Well, everyone understands. This, everyone's kind of like in – well, they're yeah. all in that same world. Exactly. While, while these kids are literally – this is their world, mm-hmm. and they're having to, you know, mix it in with their real life. And that's what just – it's why I always have such a big smile when I watch the Digimon stuff is because mm-hmm. – it, you know, it's just a bunch of kids in the real world and you can relate to that and they're having to to deal 
with like you know this other this other life i guess if you want to call it that mm-hmm. and it's just a life i personally would love to have and it's just yeah uh man it's just because it's so real and they well at least they make it seem so real i'm it able to connect that more with it it's, yeah. it's because you know what it is it's it's that element of something like feeling special Mm, yes it's it's the reason why i like anything that centers around like escaping or like being pulled into some other world that everyone else doesn't know about the appeals to people uh, it feels special it makes you feel kind of unique being a part of it it does and then that's but, but that's why it always bothered me so much and how they would typically end a lot of these movies is where um you would find out that you're not the only Digidestin. There's like literally millions of them all over the world. And that, I mean, when I found that out, I was like, oh, I mean, that's kind of cool. But it's just like, I thought I was the only one. Well, it's, but no, they're in Australia, China, India, everywhere. Kind of, but it's, it's the give and take of, it's like, well, there's the take of, you know, you're not the unique one. You're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Um, it does create the p- possibility in your mind that okay, maybe I can become one though. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. See, I, I guess you're right. If you look from from that point of view, it does make you kind of feel good inside knowing that you know, even though you see these other people doing this amazing stuff, there's still a possibility that you can join in on that fun too and have your own Digivice or yeah, you know, one day wake up and it's on your desk and you're like, yes, this is happening finally. <laughs> Yeah, it's especially the um, was it when you find out that uh, the only prerequisite from beco- for becoming a uh, Digidestin is seeing a Digimon. You don't even have to yeah. see it in person. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's all I need, man. I just need to wake up. Yeah, one we we better hope it happens quick, or we're gonna we're gonna end up like the uh, that that one guy from uh, series two. <laughs> oh, uh, Ken. Uh, not no, they, basically Ken. the guy oh. who created Ken. Oh yes, remember God, all that was... all that evil he did just because he wanted to be a Digidestin. <laughs> yeah, that was Myotismon, wasn't it? No, it was, was a guy possess. No, Myotismon was possessing him. He was like possessed. Yeah, yeah. The reveal was Myotismon was literally feeding off of that guy's misery. Yeah, goddamn. And like, use all so of wrong. that to become like a ultra mega or some shit like that yeah yeah but no that that darkness i forgot the name of it but i know what you're talking about yeah that thing messed up ken and, and his life was already so bad i mean his well, brother was supposed to be the digidestin but he died and yeah I mean, he come died on. and i think like i think they only show one scene but i think the implication that what they were trying to imply with his brother is that he was uh, he may have been um picking on ken yeah, due to like but, all kinds of stress and shit like that. Because you remember that that one shot of him, like with the glasses on, kind of leering over Ken after he hit him, and he looks like what the Digimon Emperor became. It was so messy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the fact for the, the for that Digimon to feed off of that, I mean yeah. that, that that type of hatred. I mean, and Ken had a lot of hatred in his heart when he became mm-hmm. the Digidestin. Yeah. I mean, like the Digimon Emperor. That's, ooh, he was. Yeah. I mean, when he was beating up Wormmon, I mean, yeah, Wormmon yeah. kept coming back. And, and <laughs> not just, I mean, not just Wormmon. Wormmon was just kind of like the the abused spouse. Like that was how he. <laughs> I mean, I mean, literally, his thing was like uh, 
collars and a whip. <laughs> he whipped the poor thing. I mean, not, not just. Wor- I mean, I mean, not just Wormmon. Remember, he would like mind control Digimon with the oh, yeah. black rings, and then like when they got out of line, he hit them with that whip. God, and it's just oh man. But, I mean, would, I mean, it's... get dark like that, but then it would also get dark in like places I ways I didn't really imagine like uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember this and I'm amazed this got shown on TV where like I think it's part of what could best be described as like Ken's redemption arc and uh-huh. he has like I don't know if it's a dream or a nightmare or what but it's like he sees himself as the Digimon Emperor bound to some post and he's literally attacked by angry Digimon until he dies yeah, I think I'm. I can vaguely remember that, but oh god, that poor boy. I mean, and then when he and then when he finally woke up to what he was doing, he just freaked the hell out. And he yeah. Didn't, well, you get a panic attack. Well, you you remember what caused him to turn, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Was it something to do with uh, Worm Mom dying? Yeah, Did he die? I think exactly. That's, yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, I that's think, what finally I broke him. I think uh, it was Cameramon turned on him. Yeah. And Wormmon kind of like dove in front of the bullet. And mm. he freaked out. And the, like, I think the only only guy who, initially the only guy who seemed, um, I think the only one of the Digimon, Digidestined, who seemed sympathetic to him was uh, Davis. But then you find out actually TK's got a soft spot for him too because he also saw his partner die. Yeah, see, you're not gonna get this in Pokemon. No, <laughs> this this show it's it's in ways a lot more saccharine than Pokemon, but it's also yeah. a lot more gets a lot grimier. Like yes. we we haven't even touched on what amounts to like part three of the first season, which is literally Digiworld Apocalypse. Yeah, that's true. Because, 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 oh, remember yeah. the uh, the time difference between them. So they're in the real world for like, I think summer vacation. No, not summer vacation. Mm-hmm. For like, su- I can't remember some amount of time, and then they come back, and everyone's like, "Where the fuck were you?" Yeah, things that just fell apart. And it was the just the literal four horsemen of the apocalypse have shown up. Yeah, it got bad. <laughs> it got bad. Um, but to kind of bring it back to to, to, to the movie, mm-hmm. um, one thing I also really do like, uh, and this they only seem to use this in the movies. I really, really love the art style that they use. They tend to use a particular yeah. art style. It's like a there's no um, uh, like I guess borderlines. There's no out, outlines or something. Yeah, the outlines are a lot softer. And yeah, and the colors are they're. It's weird. It feels kind of like they're simultaneously brighter and a, and more muted. Yes, I mean, and, and it's just because of that art style, it makes everything feel really loose. So when the battles happen or the action scenes or or anything, it feels like more fluid. Like when they do things, it just yeah. it looks nice and oh, it looks really it, good. It allows for more intricate uh, animation if you go that route. But what it also did, at least for me, every time I watch it, is it gives the whole thing a sort of surreal, dream-like quality. There's, a, oh, yeah. there's an odd haziness to it. Mm. Especially since the, a lot of the type of things that happen are scenes that 
kind of would be like that. I mean, mm-hmm. like uh, near the end of the movie when they're cut, when um, when Ty um, and Jesus was named Matt. Yes, yeah. blanking, blanking on his name. Like when they went into into the computer to kind of help them out, mm-hmm. and like that whole scene when they're like their bodies are kind of going towards their Digimon and stuff. Yeah, and it's all yeah, so stuff like that. So or or like. It, um, it, when I talk about the dreamlike quality, it kind of goes nightmarish when they go into the uh, area where all the um, Diablomon copies are. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just yeah. like dark, and they're all over the place, and they're like just like squirming around, like like bugs on the wall, and yeah, it's like literally raining bullets at one point. <laughs> yeah, that thing that thing was freaky. That like thing Diaboromon was freaky. freaky. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, listeners, uh, don't worry too much if we switch between names, if we switch between Omnimon and Omegamon, or Diablomon and Diaboramon, they're all the same, they're just, uh, slight <laughs> variants based on whether you're watching yeah. it in Japanese or English. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, uh, um, on the, on the subject, uh, hmm? Omnimon, still the coolest Digimon ever? Question mark. Hell yes. Oh my god, yes. I love that thing so, so very much. And uh, in the first movie, uh, that that's when he appears for the first time. Yeah, yeah, that's when he appears for the first time, I believe, when they're fighting yeah, this him. This is before and, uh, DNA digivolving is even a thing. Yes, yeah, and it's just, ooh, man, it is. When, I remember going back, just thinking when I, the, when I saw that happen, my mouth had just dropped I was like, "Oh shit, it's happening!" That was the most amazing scene yeah. ever. Because you would think in like War Greymon and, and like it was a Metal Garu, yeah, Metal Garumon, mm-hmm. like that. That was like that was it. Because in the show, they when they were fighting um, uh, Myotismon, that was like the big ending. That was like the big thing. That was like the final. Yeah, final it, form. It, they never did any they never really went beyond that even when they fought uh apoclamon they just kind of like yeah. powered themselves up based on the crest that they and seemed to be destroyed like yeah exactly they, so, uh, they kind so, of pulled see, like an 11th hour type thing in the series so like you didn't even know what was going to happen watching this movie and yeah oh, and that's why they made it all that much more. And he just looks so He looks awesome. so goddamn cool. <laughs> he looks so awesome. Oh my god. It's, it's just, like like he, he's I, clearly I, supposed to have like like a like a techno knight type gimmick, but he, yeah, he comes off as yeah. godly. Like a godlike paladin looking Yeah, 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 like like a paladin theme, but when you like put the like arm cannon on him, it still adds kind of like a technological bent to it. Yes, oh, kind of like man. a sentient suit of power armor or something. Something I would want to have. That's what that's yes. that is. Yes, yes. It's just so epic. Um, but yeah. Uh, so like, as for the story itself for this particular movie, like I was saying earlier, it really just did feel like it wasn't. It didn't need to have a really in-depth story or need to, you know, have like a. I mean, it was a very simple story. It was just you know he a new Digimon popped up. And they had to find a way to kill it before it just basically made all the electronics in the entire world go haywire. Yeah, well, not a- the it, I think they did a good job with uh, with the Diablomon in that um, the kind of uh, antagonist he is literally creates a race against time. So there is literally <laughs> yeah. 
it is literally uh, no time for questions. Let's go mm-hmm. type deal. Exactly. Yeah. It, it no, lends itself to the time like... frame you're attempting to write a story in. Yeah. I mean, it's, I like that. You're, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> it's just, you know, things were just moving really, really fast and mm-hmm. just, there was no time to really. And what was great about this too, is that they didn't need to dive into the backstory of anything because it, you know, it was very much on the assumption that you had already seen the series and yeah. the show. So you, you kind of had an idea of the characters and digivices and crests and all that junk. So yeah. they were able to just focus on that one key point and just yeah. kind of just, you know, just go all the way with it. Which is this, which made thing, it nice. is, this thing is eating data and getting control of shit. Yeah. That's oh all my you God. need. Yeah. Yeah. Let's find a way to bring all the Digidestin back and, and I mean, or as many as so we well. can get. <laughs> yeah. As many as we can get. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was for what it was. Uh, it definitely was really well done because it was simple to the point and, the thing that I think that was the best about this, especially probably in the, in the time period that it came out, was that you got to see the characters again. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing after the the season, the first or sec, uh, second season was done, people were clamoring to see these characters again. And this was the perfect chance for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you get to see them before you jump on to uh, Series 2 yeah. with the uh, new team and older uh, Kari and TK. Yeah, that's that's what you want. Oh god, I love I love the whole cast of characters. I mean it's so it's so great. So um I guess I guess uh, we have favorite characters. I guess we can start with that. But um mainly what I want to ask is like which like I guess uh character partner dynamic do you enjoy watching most? Ooh, that is a good question. Um I Oh man. So my favorite Okay, so I guess there's two two for me. My, my favorite like like connection. Like, okay, I guess okay. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, I like the interaction between Tentamon and TK. Not TK. Uh, Tentamon and Izzy the most because mm-hmm. I just okay. they, they get along so well and they connect so well and it's just you know they're not the most powerful people and they're not they're not you know, like everyone else. But I just I always love their connection with each other. They um, gel really well. I will they say really, that. really like, yeah. I think really maybe do. maybe more than any other well, I can't say more than any other combination. It just speaks to how well these characters are put together, but they they feel right as a duo. They really do. There was a spin off. <laughs> like it definitely feels like uh, uh Tentamon was made for Izzy. Oh, very much so. Um so that's definitely the couple that I would just I think they they're just great together. Mm-hmm. But my favorite like team is is I, I like Agumon and um, and Tai. Yeah. Um, it's just because the I like Tai as a character. He's just so like he just wants to help people and he's like a really really great guy. But he but he always but he's he still makes head. lots of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I mean, he's not as dumb as Davis. And um, yeah, Davis. Uh, um, I appreciate uh, Davis and Vimon, but they kind of like took the whole um, uh, a bumbling leader too far. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, he's he's like he's actually yeah. incompetent. He really, really is. Ty's a leader. I wouldn't really consider Davis a leader. Yeah, Davis is. Yeah, he's more like. 
you know, uh, let's bang our heads together because we can. And I mean, he's literally just like bang his head against the problem until it resolves itself. And (laughs) yeah, it somehow works when he does it. Yeah. Now, Ty his the one thing that really bothers me about him, even though I still I like him a lot. He's my favorite, my favorite character. But he does have the problem that he um, he'll believe too strongly in something or he'll kind of not, actually that's not true he'll be very he'll be sometimes to be very withdrawn into himself sometimes like there will be lots of uh, situations where he'll just not want to fight because he just kind of gets depressed or i oh mean what's there's like a word for it it's um matt's okay so matt's the kind of person who just you know let's go for it let's do it let's do it let's do it yeah ties the kind of person is like all right let's Let's hold back. Let's not do it. Let's kind of really think about this. Are well, we sure it, we can do it this it's way? It's funny kind of you mentioned that because the two of them bounce back and forth on that over the course yeah. of the series. As it seems like when one of them gets uneasy, the other is ready to go all in and vice versa. Self-doubt. Self-doubt. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. You know what it is? Is when it hits either one of them, it hits them mm-hmm. real hard. Yeah, yeah, to the point where they can't be dependable. Ty was stuck after he uh, turned uh, Greymon into Skull Greymon. <laughs> yeah, he, he, oh my god, he just went so into himself with that, he just couldn't, he couldn't take it. He could not take it at all, it and was too then, much for him. And then it happened to Matt in uh, part three of the series, where yeah, he, he literally, it, like, broke off from the group. Because he just, <laughs> yeah, it... You're right. They it really does. They're both really good leaders, mm-hmm. but uh, it really it really, it really does seem to be it. They, it bounces back and forth between them. I mean, they both have their moments, and when they have their moments, they have their moments. Yeah, but I think I think yeah. maybe what you were trying to get at with Ty is that like when it happens to him, it's because mm-hmm. he put his foot in it. It's because he yep. like went too headstrong into something. And mm-hmm. took what would have been a minor mistake and made it into a catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> that you hit it right on the head. That's what I was. Yes, that's. Mm-hmm. And there's been so many times when that happens, and he just like withdraws into himself, and it's like, oh man, I made such a horrible mistake, and he did, but then he doesn't know how to come back from that fast enough. Yeah, and it's just. It, yeah. The thing I appreciate about that is that it shows in their maturity level when you get to a season, series two, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they, they seem the most comfortable in the face of like crazy ass shit to the degree when, um, what is it, Davis and TK are about to fight and Kari's like, no, not Kari. Kari's not losing her shit. She's getting mad at both of them. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the new kids are kind of like, oh God, don't fight. No. And then. <laughs> Like Ty and Matt are just like, no, no, let, let them fight. They got to get it out of their system. <laughs> we yeah, did it. Um, We're cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I love that they were like mentors in that um, yeah. in that season. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, I mean, yeah, guys, you know, we've done this before. Just, just let them do it. Just I mean, let them duke it, it out it, for a it's, while. It's gonna happen. Just, just, just make yeah. sure they don't like fall off anything. <laughs> that's right. Right. Oh man. So it's yeah, but definitely uh, Ty and Agumon. Besides his faults, I love their relationship. Agumon is like an incredibly faithful friend and partner and whatever, and they just they work 
well so it works so well together i Mm -hmm. especially in the heat of battle that's the thing i've always loved about them with izzy and tentamon they tend to kind of not do great you know getting into battle is not really their forte it's not Mm -hmm. completely there they're not super battle ready every every member of well one thing i like is that every member of the team can hold their own but um Mm -hmm. i guess where they really shine varies and mm. they they really spell that out with the whole crest thing, um, yeah. Like, um, and, and the upside to that is, I think everybody does get moments. Granted, they don't all get the big "I took out the you know the villain of the season" moment, <laughs> but the, they all still get moments based on, I guess that that crest or sort of like the shining. What am I forgetting? Words like. Sort of, I guess, the uh, height of their positives, so to speak. Mm. That's Yeah, that's a good way to put that. Like, uh, one that stands out to me, and I guess a character, a duo dynamic, I kind of... I learned to appreciate, because I didn't like it initially. It was... Um, what is the name of uh, Joe's Digimon? His partner Digimon? Oh, man. It was like the weird seal-looking thing. Yeah. Uh, Gomamon? Gomamon. Ah, that sounds right. Gomamon. I never remembered. Yeah. I always would forget his, and I always forget Mimi's. Oh, I I think it's Palamon. Palamon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like the dynamic between uh, Joe and Gomamon is interesting because theirs is the case where the two of them are uh, not, not conflicting, contrasting personalities. Yeah, Joe's always freaking out, and he's always well, he's, freaking out. He's like, you know. neurotic and high-strung, but he that's because he's, like, the reliable one. He's yeah. thinking about all the stuff people either don't want to think about or try not to. He's he's the one who worries about everything, but he's also the guy that will usually have an answer when things have gone bad because he's been preparing for it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Gomamon's like like the I guess no pun intended here the party animal, and yeah, they yeah. kind of balance each other out because he's well, he's what, maybe the only guy that can get Joe to relax. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, you are so right. He um he's basically his is you know his wild side, Joe's playful side. Like you know, mm-hmm. if he's the other side of him, they 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 need each other. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah. Where it's like it, it's different from like for example the dynamic between a uh, Tai and Gabuma, Agumon, Agumon, yeah. yeah, I'm doing it too. Where yeah. they they work together because they're they're so similar. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. And yeah, I appreciate their dynamic. And like when I was talking before about all the characters getting moments, um, outside of like I think like a handful of episodes that were specifically you know where they were trying to give each character focus leading to their Digimon evolving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was during see, it was, it was during that apocalypse season where Joe and Mimi got separated from the two and everything is just going bad. And he's the only one holding shit together. <laughs> and you got to remind yourself, this is a little kid. <laughs> That's right. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, you gotta really they're, remember. They're like, these are all kids. Yeah, <laughs> they're like barely. I think they're, I guess, age wise, maybe first year of middle school or something. Yeah. So like, I think like nine or ten or somewhere around there. I mean, yeah. it's 
they're <laughs> these are children. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, well, the, I mean, the fact that they're even able to be as strong as they are, and how Ty is even able to be a leader at all, yeah. just proves. <laughs> we'll see how, you know, how amazing these kids are. You don't think about it that much because chances are you were a little kid watching it. It's only when you like come back to it after the fact that you're like, oh, damn. Yeah, these these <laughs> stuff was kind of real. <laughs> these children were thrown into a world full of crazy monsters everywhere. I mean, it's just the fact that they were even able to just not stand there and piss themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. it just. <laughs> I, that's that's pretty amazing within itself. Yeah, I think um, it's my other favorite. I mean, I could I could speak on every each of the characters and their partners, but I guess my other favorite is uh, Matt and Gabumon, specifically mm. during that uh, sort of dark period where Matt was losing his shit. Yes, and yeah. Gabumon went from being his partner to being like his his dad. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, he, man, see, when Matt gets in his moods, he he really gets in his moods, and it takes a lot to well, kind of, of course. He's, break he's, down that, yeah, break down that wall. He's the moody pretty boy. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. He was, yeah. He's, damn, he's the he's Riku. The he's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, he's that archetype. That's true, and he's really, really, really that. Um, but that's why I like, you know, his partner and how he's just, even he he puts up with him, he's able to put up with him uh, and like just just make sure he's not a dick all the time, or if he is a dick all the time, to kind of just bring him back down and say like, hey, hey, stop, this is serious now, get with it, man, come on, yeah, Bro- you know, brood on the brood, but at the <laughs> same get time, get emo on your own on your own time. But at the same yeah. time, when Matt, when Matt comes back and decides him and Ty, Ty have to fight, he's like, mm-hmm. well. He's like, he's like, uh, well, Agumon, this kind of sucks, but, uh, but we, we're doing I, this. <laughs> I got to stand with my boy. So you know what yeah. that means. Yeah. See, that's the other thing too, with the Digimon. I mean, I guess that's their, like their, it's their loyalty. It's almost blind loyalty they yeah. have to their human partners. It's mm. just, they, <laughs> no matter what, I mean, perfect example, going back to Ken, you know, Wormon, even though he knew it was bad what he was doing, and he was literally killing his own kind, mm. he would still do it because I, I, I don't know what it is with Digimon. Maybe when they're born or something, but it's like well, there's, they there's have a reason to why listen to their partners. partners. They're literally there's literally a bond between them. Yeah, um, when they're born. What was I going to say? Remember in regards to that? Yeah, there's probably some explanation for it in the series, but the, the bond between them is that strong. Um, yeah, I think I think it's I th- maybe it was in Digimon uh, Wars or something, but there was like all Digimon are reborn or born in, in like some huge digital nursery or something. And I yeah, there's something like it's, there's some uh, sort of connection is what they called it. In, uh, That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was some sort of connection or something that when they awaken that they're automatically linked to some person or something like that. But it's. Yeah. Those bonds are established way ahead of time, and that probably explains why they're so willing to do anything, even if it's bad. I think, uh, I as think long- you can probably tie this to the concept, and I'm not an expert on this, the concept of uh, imprinting. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah, it's like something right. animals do with, like I guess, um, 
in some cases, I think with like uh, when the animal's born, it does that with its uh, mother. Mother, or, yeah. Or in the case of a domesticated animals, they'll sometimes do that with their owners. Hmm. Where they just digital imprinting or something yeah i think yeah i think that may be something to do with it i can't help but imagine whoever got to writing a lot of this had pets or maybe worked with animals oh man that is a really good explanation for that because that is the only way you could ever have such a strong bond like the the digimon do with their Mm -hmm. human partners it's just i mean they have it with literally nothing else it's just with them. I mean, like, they call them, they'll come, they'll do anything for them, anything. Yeah. So that's... Mm. It, and I think I think there's both a mutual element to it and some, I guess, matchmaking aspect, for lack of a better term, because the compatibility yeah. between the Digimon and the, uh, the Tamer is always, like, hot. It's always super high. Like, I don't think I've ever mm. seen an instance where somebody just did not get along with their... Well... The only exception is yeah. uh, season three with um, Impmon, and oh, that's because that they were old. actual babies. Yeah, he, well, he was abused too, if I well, remember. His well, life yeah, was unin- not good. Well, unintentionally, they were like tiny kids; like they could barely mm-hmm. communicate, and they would literally. He was the partner of two children, so they would literally fight over him. Yeah, and, and literally that, play tug of war with him. And because, I mean, they the, see, the sad thing about that, too, is that, you know, they're just they were little, little children. Yeah. They didn't understand what they were doing. Exactly. And he tried he tried so hard to make it work. And it just he couldn't. He just but couldn't. You, do it. It, you, you, know. you remember what happens, though? He comes back and they're a little older. Mm-hmm. And like. Like it. it he, I guess he bonds with them so well that, like, the toy gun one of the kids gives him actually turns into, like, a, a literal arm cannon. <laughs> yeah, and he had the motorcycle and all that yeah. stuff, too. Yeah, I mean, it's... But, um, poor Impmon, though. I mean, before that happened, his life, it just... He was... <laughs> well, yeah, because he was, emotionally he was also getting, messed up. Like, getting beat up by all the, other di- all the other Digimon that were stronger than he was. He was so tiny, but, yeah. you know, if only they knew... What's his name? But Beelzemon, Beelzemon, I can't remember. That's what he turned his neck. Into. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and man, goddamn, you don't yeah. fuck with that. He turned no, into he... <laughs> goddamn. He turned into a badass. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, took a lot to take him down with that one. Mm. Oh my god. But um, but yeah, no, it's see right there too. Another thing where I really like Digimon too is that they um, when they create these the Digimon or even the human the human human tamers and stuff, they they always give them like like great backgrounds like give they yeah. give them personality they give everyone a personality yeah it's not just another random character, yeah yeah it's great so it makes you feel more for both of them mm-hmm. uh which which makes it that much more interesting to watch so i mean that's i that's the thing that I, i've always kind of hated what people would say Oh no, Digimon's just a copycat of Pokemon. It's just the same thing. Blah 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 blah. But they, you always got to go to them. Did you ever watch the show? Did you actually? No, no, because it? it's just yeah. No, because it's just stupid rip off of Pokemon. Why am I gonna waste my time with that? Watch the goddamn show. No, because because we know what happened. They 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 saw like one of the Digimon's like one of the enemy Digimon's get like decapitated or like blown up, and they were like, no, this is too violent. <laughs> That's right. I knew it. Yeah, I'll do my yeah. Yeah, let's. Yeah, it's too real for you. That's what it is. It's too, it's too raw. You can't handle it. <laughs> now, I'm in my Pikachu. 
that's uh, that's what you need. Uh, do you do you remember uh, where? Speaking of like, I guess just Digimon in general, uh, where they originally came from? Like the first instance oh. of Digimon in the U.S. Oh wait, uh, hmm. I'm trying to remember. Okay, back in middle school, I Pokemon had just came out. I know that. Then Digimon. Where did I find out about Digimon? I think I just kind of stumbled across it because it was on Saturday morning, and I just started watching it. They were present in the U.S. before the cartoon. Uh, do you remember when digital really? pets were super popular? Yeah, I remember having a little Digivice and uh, you know a little pocket Pikachu and Tamagotchi and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because remember they were like uh, Digimon was brought over as the instance of like digital pet battle. That's what and it they was. Had those silly yeah, right. ass, I'm pretty sure there were some silly ass commercials where like you you know you had your your device and you connected it to the other kids to make them fight. And it was like some voiceover guy being like, prepare to Digimon or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's – yeah, I remember because the, there was the Tamagotchi craze that lasted for a while. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, everyone was making their own digital pets. And then, yeah, Digimon had came out mm-hmm. with their own little Digivice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It was first a digital pet, hence the name, I guess. And then it became the cartoon and the card game and so on yeah, and so forth. I think it started off with the digital pet and then – like in Japan. And then there was a manga called uh, V-Tamer. Which uh-huh. is, if you want right. to talk about the story being dark, I think that's as grim as it gets. And um, I think V Tamer spun, like, not spun off, but uh, led to uh, the anime series Digimon Adventure. Mm. Yeah, I never got a chance to read the, the, the manga. What, was it really good? I mean, I, I never. Um, I, I, knew, I knew about it. I've read a little it. bit about it, but I haven't read the actual manga proper. If I can find the place that's like translating it, I'll check it out. Um, it's got like a prototype version of Ty, and his Pokemon is actually Vmon. Really? Oh, yeah. Though though Vmon's evolution in that manga is a bit different. Hmm. Okay, now I kind of really want to check that out because that's. Yeah. It seems pretty stupid? cool, and there's a a character in um I want to say there's a character in in that series that is a reoccurring character across all the uh, Digimon cartoons. That weird kid with the common rider scarf. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, wait, are uh, you know, I never even thought about this. Are all of the seasons in the same world? For a while, I thought uh, season or series three was in like the far off future of um, mm. the other shows. Is what was it? I think one of the teachers had the same voice as uh, Kari, and I had like the suspicion that like weird lighter dude was actually a grown up TK. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And I thought, like, okay, the reason why he's, like, so skeezily just, like, hovering around these kids with their Digimon is because at some point, something happened that forced them to send the Digimon back to the digital world. Mm. That was the theory I was kind of working under. Well, that whole group of people, they were basically a part of the government. Like, they were a special Mm -hmm. area within the government, I guess, trying to 
keep all that stuff hidden away from everyone, yeah. uh, protecting them, if you will. Interesting theory that you would go that he's TK. <laughs> That's what um, I thought. I think it got disproven pretty quickly. At the like three end was of supposed season... to be a reboot. Yeah, because at the end of season two, I mean, you could almost say that was pretty much their way of tying tying off the knot right there, because they yeah. were they sh- they showed. You know, them all grown up and Davis with his noodle cart and all that mm. ridiculous stuff. And they're all married and they had kids. And so and Sora didn't uh, end up with any of them. <laughs> no, it was like, I actually really wanted that. Man, I mean, the whole series is about girls lost their goddamn minds <laughs> because, you know, Ty is a whole, you know, love circle. <sighs> the threesome yeah. pretty much. Yeah, that was. I, that was actually a shock to me. I'm not usually into the whole stupid love triangle stuff, but that was like, I was like, come on. She had to at least go with either Matt or, or, or Ty. Come on. Don't do this. Right. Till I, right. And yeah. Didn't um Mimi end up with Joe or I can't remember. It who felt she... like they were implying that after the stuff that happened on in, uh, in the, um, in, in let's just call it the apocalypse arc. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know for certain. Yeah. And then Sora, I don't know. Who did she? Did they, I can't remember. Did they show who some, she ended up going no with? no-name jabroni we know nothing okay. about. Oh, God, that angered me so much. Some like, fucking rando. <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh, no, Mimi ended up with Izzy. That's what it was. Really? I think that's what, I think that's what it was. Yes, Mimi was with Izzy. Izzy. I guess it would Joe... be surprising, though it seems kind of like um, the implication there is that she's got a thing for nerdy guys. <laughs> and she was all crazy fashion. Well, yeah, yeah. She was like super prep. <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, man. And then... Um, like she had to come TK. for money. <laughs> yeah. And then Kyrie, Not Kyrie. Who was it? What Kyrie. Was I'm... Kari, Kari, not Kyrie, Kari. Kari, she ended up with TK, I believe. Yes, because they were, yeah, yeah, because they ended up basically just growing up together um, or something. I, I don't remember. Oh, man. Oh, God, I miss them all. Oh, man. Well, it's just, actually, I mean, I don't know if you've, you've gotten a chance to watch it yet, but Digimon Try. I haven't Try, seen any three. of Try yet. It's, Ooh, I think it's okay. Try. Yeah, so they're doing the same thing that you were saying before, where they're releasing it in parts in the theater. Which God, I wish I was in Japan to see that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, there are like five or six episodes now, mm-hmm. and basically this is all of them when they're like nine, uh, seventeen, and yeah, they're all in high school. Yeah, they're on high school, and it's great. I mean, it's very the way it's set up, the pacing is like agonizingly slow but it's okay it's, a, it's an okay kind of slow because you're kind of you're learning more about the characters and where they currently are in their lives and their relationships and um there's not as much fighting with the digimon battles and stuff but that's coming in fact where it ended i don't want to reveal it because it's an amazing mm-hmm. it's an amazing cliffhanger but um someone that we know returns and it's it's just it's so awesome but this okay. that that series is definitely about you watching them grow and just learning about them more and their relationships with themselves and their partners, mm-hmm. their Digimon partners. So it's really, really good. So, and it's still, it's still out. It's they're still releasing new episodes slowly. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I think what it is is I think they're supposed it's movies, but they're like yeah. breaking them into half-hour chunks and releasing them exactly. as episodes. Which yeah. I'm just waiting for. I don't know how many movies. Do you know how many movies they're going to do? Mm, I think they're about halfway done with it. I think they're going to maybe do four more. So it's still a while left to go. Oh, hold on. I'm looking at the Digimon wiki right now, and it says a six-part movie series. So maybe oh, six two part. more. So I think two more. I think there's four of the movies, you know, in full out right now. Okay, so must have, okay. That's probably where I stopped. So I'll probably five I'll, is the next one. I'll probably either wait till they're all out or just wait till five comes out and then take my time watching them. So. I don't have to wait too long for six. Yeah, that's probably I kind of made the mistake because I was so excited that I jumped on it early. So now I'm stuck on a cliffhanger. And the thing about it, too, is that, like, you're not just waiting a couple of weeks. You have to wait like a year for each new episode yeah, to come you're out. You're literally so. waiting for them to make another movie. Like, I guess I guess this format works is it's how they've been handling the uh, uh, Evangelion, the uh, rebuild movies. Oh yeah, that's true. Which, um, I haven't seen. I've only seen the first two rebuild movies, but um, I need to watch those. Movie one is basically a retelling of like the first couple episodes, whereas I think by the end of it, you realize that well, not realize, but they veer off from the path that the series went. Two mm-hmm. establishes that you're basically in uh, a rebooted world, like a like a different take on it. Oh, and I loved tell, part two. Please tell me it's the the happy go lucky world that they they just showed you briefly. No, unfortunately, I mean it's you're still dealing with the Avas and the angels and stuff like that. But the characters are handled a lot better. Do you want to know okay. how much better they're handled? Uh, don't like spoil anything. I'm not, no, it's it's like not a now. spoiler. Oh, okay. But in in uh, the Rebuild movies, I actually mm-hmm. like Asuka. Oh, my God. I got to watch this, like, now. <laughs> like, right now. My hatred of Asuka is uh, well known to Joe. I've uh, <gasps> gone off on many a tangent. <laughs> but I like her in the Rebuild movies. Oh, is, um, is and I, Pen and, and Soto in there? Oh, yeah. Course, oh yes, of course. Are Life they still the same? One is there? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, Everyone yes. is either a lot better if they were terrible, or slightly better if they were already good. <laughs> you would think an alcoholic penguin would not be funny, but it is. It's so great. That's that's uh, like as, as much as I like Masato on her own. The fact that being with her means you get to roll with an alcohol drinking penguin. <laughs> They're roommates. That just, just makes us all that much so more better. <laughs> much better. Oh man, they are just chilling, drinking back, drinking a few beers. It's, like oh, it's great. Start first thing in the morning. Yeah. Oh man. Ah, uh, yeah. I need to check those out though. I I've been. Oh, it's been a while since I've watched any of those. Um, as much as I don't want to do it, because I love talking Digimon with you, I could do mm-hmm. it for days. Uh, I guess we got to get to recommendations. <laughs> All right, agreed. Uh, anything would, would is there anything you'd recommend to the listeners based on uh, this anime, based on movie two? Mm. Um, I would say. 
definitely start watching, like I just mentioned it to Lionel, the Digimon tree or try or whatever. Start watching that uh, or hold out like Lionel's going to do that. I mean, that, that actually made it, that might be the smarter move. Um, I'm kind of tempted but, to watch it, watch at least the first one, though, after watching this. They're, they're really good. And it has the same art style, too. So it's, That's it's great. Um, um, I'm also waiting yeah. for the dub, though. Because I haven't looked up the whole cast, but I've I've heard that they've brought the voice actor for Ty out of retirement. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I I actually liked his voice a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, but the the thing it might be a while though because Probably. they're still very much in Japan. They're not they haven't even come overseas yet. Um, okay, so as for something to recommend uh, outside from watching that that anime. Play the game. It's old. It may be very hard to find, but play Digimon World 1. They are like, I think they're at like 5 or 6 now, um, but play the first one. It's for the original PlayStation. It's very much about a kid who falls into the digital world and he has to, like, you know, save the world. It's, it feels very much season 1. It's, uh, it it's feels- a bit of a different take on it, though. It's got more of the uh, digital pet elements to it. It does. That yeah, you have to feed it, train it, and take it somewhere to poop. <laughs> right. You do. Also, actually, you'll get very angry. Um, so it's not so much like this in the, the sense that there's a lot of character development. It is very much so on the, the more on the tamer side of things. Mm-hmm. But just for as Digimon games go, I'd say it's still probably the best one out there. Um, Digimon World two was okay was not great but um definitely i would say play that game Mm -hmm. to get a nice feel for it and one last thing i would also recommend playing and watching the monster rancher series it kind of has that same feel where it's a bunch of kids well genki it's one kid uh kind of going into another world and there's lots of monsters and stuff but um, the relationships he forms and creates, are, it's similar. It's similar. Um, the monsters are a bit more... They're more like people. It's more like... Oh my god, I've never drawn this comparison. It's more like the Wizard of Oz. It's like that. You, it's actually, the, yeah, that is a really good comparison. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. Like Golem... Who is in? Who plays that? Like even um, Pixie. I mean, they all play. Oh my God! It is like the Wizard of Oz. Holy yeah, shit! Because there isn't quite the same level of. I mean, you can form a bond that's similar to the one between uh, Tamer and Partner, but yeah. they aren't there by default. And so you're yeah. kind of there's kind of like an interpersonal element and like squabbling and arguing and stuff you have to contend with in uh, Monster Rancher. Because the monsters are like real, they're like real people with their own societies and bizarre quirks and <laughs> like like yeah. hairs of fucking con man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and they're like and just like in the Wizard of Oz, they're trying to travel the whole world to stop. Well, in their words, his name is Moo, to stop him, the big evil demon guy. Just like in the Wizard of Oz, are trying to stop uh, the, the evil witch of the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. So it's, oh my god, it's so weird that yeah. they're so similar. Oh yeah, Joe, I found out uh, there's like another uh, season of Monster Rancher we never watched. What? That's why it has <gasps> such. That's why it seemed like it had such a bummer ending. 
There's more of yes. Oh, oh my! Wait, so is it <laughs> is it still Genki? Who is it? Yeah, like I think a different? He literally, just goes back. Holy shit! Oh, okay. We need to watch this, or I need to watch. This needs to happen now. <laughs> I did not know that yeah, was. A, we'll, we'll, I didn't know we'll, there was a season two. We'll get into that. No worries. All right. Oh my god! I'm so excited. I love that show to death. I did, I was so sad with the way it ended. I just ah. Oh, oh god! Man. Not not since Mighty Max was there such a downer ending <laughs> for a show that's clearly right? for little kids. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Oh man. Oh geez. All right. Well, those are my uh, my recommendations for it. Somewhat similar to Digimon, but I mean it's still it's still in that same area. Um, mm-hmm. Still good stuff, though. Um, I think, yeah, you already mentioned uh, Digimon Try. Um, there's some related stuff to recommend first. Um, we'll start with what is con- what you could probably call a sequel to this, uh, the fourth Digimon movie, which is uh, mm. Diablomon Returns. Yeah. Where literally it is Diablomon kind of like coming out, being like willed out of the ether or something. I don't know how, or mm. it gets copied or. Yeah. But it shows up and it manifests in the real world. So now the crew from season one and two have to band together to fight it. Yeah. And, you know, oh, you kind of get like. You get a lot of those old feelings. The characters are a little bit older, and it's it's fun. Um, I would actually not recommend watching the uh, the uh, English dubbed version of it because they released it, but it was a very lackluster release. Um, mm-hmm. It came out around the time of uh, Digimon. What was it? I can't remember what it was. It was a series four where they turned into the Digimon. Frontier? Frontier. Digimon Frontier. Yeah, and they yeah. were using music from Frontier rather than the original series. That's weird. Yeah, like they really That's... just kind of cobbled that thing together for extra money. Yeah, I'm I'm remembering that now. I was disappointed by that movie. Yeah, yeah, well, the I, movie I think, itself yeah. is. I think the movie itself is good, but you, if you gotta watch it, the it's the only time I'm gonna go gonna go weeby and say like you gotta watch it in the original Japanese. <laughs> oh wait, maybe I'm thinking about the. Cause I keep <laughs> I keep thinking of a train that was from the TV show, right? Um, I'm thinking about some sort of train. There was there is an element involving trains in <laughs> Frontier. Frontier, okay. Oh, man, like they were all they like they were all getting on the same train before they ended up in the digital world. I think they came to the digital world via train. A train. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, God, I was just so disappointed. It wasn't the movie; it was the anime. Yeah, that's I remember. Yeah, you you had a hard time getting into that series. Yeah, I. It's fifty episodes, I think. I I really needed to suck it up and go back to it because I've watched all of the other ones except mm-hmm. that one. I've never made it past like episode five <laughs> yeah i um i had an easier time with it because um it was still coming on like uh it was still coming on tv i can't remember what channel it was on it was running on some channel and i think i would catch it uh after that the adult school we went to 
Mm, yeah. It was after something. I would go out, do something, and it would it would uh, it would be the thing I looked forward to when I got home. I don't remember what I was doing at the time, but something. Uh, it was a comfort thing. It was there. Kind of, yeah. And it, it was kind of like the last bastion of um, after-school cartoons. Yeah. Man, those are gone now. Those are all gone. Uh, outside of the fourth Digimon movie, the director of uh, Children's War Game, this movie, eventually went on to form his own studio and did a movie that was uh, very similar to... Uh, children's war game called summer wars oh it looks i haven't seen it but it looks very similar and i think even has a similar plot i gotta look that up yeah it's um i've heard good things about it i think the last thing i don't know if it was just him or his studio the last thing they released was um trying to remember the name of it something about uh Boy and a Beast, or uh, yeah, the Boy and the Beast. Boy and the Beast, which uh, I was kind of actually kind of interested in watching. I think that actually got a release, like a minor release out here. The Boy and His Beast, there it is, huh? Huh. Uh, so, so I wonder why oh, he must have left. Wait, what is the company that makes Digimon? I can't. Is it Koei? Koei? can't remember um hold on koei maybe toei koei that's what it is i'm saying wrong hold on and the guy and the guy's studio is called studio siju siju or something Mm -hmm. interesting yeah but um it's very similar (laughs) to um to our war game so you'll probably enjoy that. Uh, if you like this sort of format of movies, there's just like basically any shonen anime, any movie or movies associated with it will probably have uh, movies like this. The uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z movies. Um, pretty sure Ranma has two movies like this. Um, uh, Sailor Moon probably has a couple like this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach probably have a ton. I don't know. So many of those. Mm-hmm. If you like the idea of going into the digital world, there's all the trapped in the MMO shows. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many of them now. There's like a genre within itself. And, you know, usually put Mon at the end of a, a cartoon, and you'll have, like, something that involves, like, monster taming, Pokemon, Digimon, uh, yeah. um, Beatamon, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bakugan. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's that other little... Uh, similar genre, I guess, where you have like robot partner battle thing. Oh yeah, oh like yeah, that's, metabots that's, and... that's it. I was trying to think of metabots. Metabots, where, yeah, yeah. Your partner is is a robot. God, those games are so good. Those games are good. The the cartoon is ridiculous, but in a good way. The cartoon is silly, yeah. but in a fun way. I mean, let's be real. Like outside of like the Digimon scenario, I think it's like Pokemon Digimon. 
and then Metabots are like yeah. what you wanted as a little kid. Yeah. It was kind of oh, like, man. I wanted Digimon, I'd settle for Pokemon, and if I couldn't have Pokemon, uh, the most realistic ones seem to be Metabots. Because <laughs> we are actually making robots. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I'm looking at it, and you're completely right. Summer Wars looks mm-hmm. like Digimon. It looks like the first movie. Yeah. First Digimon movie. It's, um, yeah, it looks good. So I forgot to mention War Games, which is an 83 movie centering around a, uh, a computer simulating oh, actual war with the new codes involved and yeah I think the name of it if not maybe the premise of the movie is the basis for a children's war game so yeah check that out too um yeah I'd say any last words for the audience but really there's just one question I gotta ask before we end this who's your Digimon partner hmm that's shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, this changes think, for me every once in a while, so I don't blame you for having some trouble. Oh, jeez. Gilamon. I love Gilamon. Yeah. Definitely Gilamon. I think you, you, gave, Gilamon. you gave Gilamon as a consistent answer. What about Gilamon? Makes you think you'd be you'd be a good partner for you. Oh my god, he's just like he's like a big baby, but like <laughs> not, but in the kind of sense that it's just he's just so friendly. Oh my, yeah. like Takato and him, they just were the best of buds. It's just he's the kind of he may be like the I, most uh, innocent and endearing Pokemon in regards to personality. He really, which really is, is. which is so good kind, because gentle. yeah, maybe a, like a, like a very loving Pokemon because Takato, he really needed that. <laughs> he really, he did, he did that. I mean, so that's that kid was so I depressed. Mean, like that kid clearly, it wasn't even just like his life was bad. That kid clearly had a mental illness. Well, they all had mental problems. There was a, I mean, the girl well, with I the mean, puppet. Come I mean, on, they had a lot of problems. Well, yeah, no, um, no. I mean, like, yeah talking to the puppet and yeah what's her name like attacking people on the street and yeah um but no i mean like that kid should have been on prozac jerry i think that was her name the, the american well, name well, or jerry probably needed some stuff for bipolar but i'm saying takato probably needed to be on <laughs> takato yeah, needed right. to be on like prozac or something yeah because yeah, he, he I, would like... he would be sad for no reason all the time <laughs> And you really would feel it watching that cartoon. <laughs> oh yeah, well everyone was sad at one point other than that series. Yeah, yeah, but he um, would he that... would be sad for like no reason. Like there would be no reason for him to be upset, and he'd just be sitting there, not even like bitching about it, but just clearly miserable. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but definitely Gilamon. Um, mm-hmm. I've always loved Gilamon. Agamon's great. But Gilamon, I've I can't I keep come remembering when he he was given peanut butter or something, and there's that one scene, and it was just it was hilarious. I don't know. I love Gilamon. He's just like a, a very lovable, yeah. lovable creature, and he's so he's really loyal. 
he's really nice. He just seems like like the kind of best friend you always want to have. And he yeah. just, I don't know, man. And when he when he changes into did uh, evolves into, I can't remember, but he just it looks incredibly cool. If I can remember, it just looks really awesome. Oh, yeah. When they bio merge, that thing looks more amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was like Palatmon or something like that. Yeah, where yeah. he had like the night gimmick. Yeah, so it just it felt like the like another version of Agumon. Like yeah. A, yeah. I think like yeah. um, Gilamon ha- is like the perfect guard dog Digimon. Oh yes, because because you notice like yeah. he's he's like cute, cuddly, friendly, loves everything, but when you actually fight, he legit goes primal. Like oh, he you, does. you remember like, his how his eyes would change? They'd become like cat like. Yeah, and like his fangs, and he just started like, growling. Like yeah, <laughs> he became he became vicious. I think there was like an episode or something where he was brainwashed or something like that, and he just became. Now when he when he gets in that fighting mode, it's terrifying. You don't want to yeah. be around him at that point. But mm-hmm. no, it's yeah that uh, he's great. Um, he's he's great at fighting. Super loyal, like a really good like basically a guard dog type of yeah. like that kind of mentality. Like you're. Your best friend type well, yeah. of thing. He, he, Man's he, best friend. He, he exactly. Mm-hmm. He can go from puppy to Doberman at the drop of a hat. Yes. Yes. Go get him, boy. Go get him. Yeah. That'll do. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. It's weird. Definitely I think fun. like my pick always ends up being like virus types. <laughs> I, I figured out why. <laughs> it, without getting into too much detail, like I was a. Uh, a lot more neurotic when I was younger, as you can probably attest. And <laughs> a lot of that was worrying. I would screw up, do something wrong, or hurt somebody without intending. So I think the reason why the idea of like a dark type Digimon appealed to me was because it was the thing that would just say, "Just go for it." <laughs> so for a while, it was like um, I think uh, the one I ultimately decided on was actually Impmon. I think you, yeah. I remember you even wanting to be his partner a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah that just because yeah. I'd be like, oh god, what if I do this? What if I blow it up? And it's like, it's cool. Just do it, man. You got to do something, right? Go do it. <laughs> I'm with you. If stuff goes wrong, I'll help you fix it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Basically, I, I, need, I need a little Digimon doing the Shia LaBeouf thing. Just do it. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. No, that I can see you guys being good partners. Mm. It's a good match. That's a definitely a good match, and I, or the I, scariest match. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because like if I get like pissed off and ready to kill, and he turns into Beelzebub, yeah, yeah, sweet merciful Christ. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good. That would not be good. Yeah. Okay, I think I think we've got everything. I think anymore, and I'm gonna have to like chop stuff down to edit for time. <laughs> oh, no problem. Uh, yeah, Sounds we good. clearly we can do any number of Digimon episodes. Yeah, there's just so much of it. Like, there's one last thing I, I I wanted to mention was that the thing that had gotten me. I remember when the Digimon movie came out in America, mm-hmm. and the thing that just got me so excited and so pumped for it is when they kept playing that "We Are the Kids in America" song, and they oh had, yeah the just, uh, yeah yeah the oh U.S. track they had uh yeah that song and they had uh like songs from Smash Mouth and. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it, 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 it just, just, song, it just worked. It fit. It fit that really was, well. But that was the perfect song for a Digimon uh, cartoon. That cart that one of those cartoons that's very much about and for kids. Yeah, Even though none it's... of the kids in the show talk like children. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, no, it's um, it fit that particular song fit it just so well, and mm-hmm. when they like were just on the commercials and just really showing it off, it just got me so excited for that movie. And just oh man, that was good times. Yeah, really, really excited for it. I think um, because I, I like both the uh, sub version and the dub version as they are, but if there's a one thing I like more about the subversion, it's the evolution music. It's yes. so goddamn epic. <laughs> it really, really is. It got me it always get me so excited and pumped every time yeah. they would digivolve. Oh man. And then what made it even more exciting is that um when they finally uh went to like then they went from champion then they went to like Mega and then Ultimate, and like it would slightly change. The music would slightly change mm-hmm. a little bit more. Like the it was like like rap or something, but it would just become more upbeat or in like mm-hmm. oh, it was just so great. They just ugh, all of it, mm-hmm. so good. Ah, damn, I love Digimon. Yeah, it just it brings us back to like why can't we have Digimons? Yeah, I wish. That's funny. I literally need the little devil on my shoulder. <laughs> 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 oh, that's where you probably have him. I bet. Uh, yeah, enough. I think I think he would be on my shoulder if it was Demi Devamon, because that was the pick for a while before yeah. before Impmon showed up. Man, yeah, it's I, I couldn't do that with Gilamon though. I got think was huge. No, Gilamon would probably either sit by you while you were typing. We'd probably yeah, he'd probably sit by you while you were typing like a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And ask you for food. Hearthstone. Hearthstone's what I've been playing uh, as of late. Well, I took a break from A Link to the Past because uh, two friends of mine actually play the game. And, you know, I mean, I like card battle games by themselves, but when you have, like, real-life people to play them with, um, it's even more fun. I mean, the ideal situation is actual physical cards with the people in front of me. Something about the visceral element, you know? But uh, I guess I'll get more into that on another episode. Uh, down to business... The song you're listening to is Synthetic Highway. If you like it and want to hear more songs like it, of its ilk, kind, whatever, you know, if you just want more good shit, head on over to soundcloud.com slash submorphine. Submorphine is uh, S-U-B-E hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The next song you'll hear, which uh, I find to be equally catchy, is uh, Anime Rocker. It's the promo theme. If you want more songs like that, uh, check out Squareon at uh, facebook.com slash Squareon. I believe Squareon's also got a uh, SoundCloud page, channel, whatever, the same name. And I may have done a bit of e-stalking, but I think they've also got a YouTube channel. Don't tell them, please. 
kind of want them to think I'm weird after they let me use their music. But, uh, yeah. Let's say you want to talk to us directly, the hosts. Well, Helison Radio as a whole has a Facebook channel, a Twitter page, Facebook channel. Ugh, I'm mixing stuff up. The Facebook page, a Twitter page, a website. Uh, I should have probably given you the URLs to these things, shouldn't I? <clears throat> Facebook.com slash Radio. On Twitter, at Radio. HeyListenRadio.com, SoundCloud.com slash HeyListenRadio, and of course, if you want to talk to individual hosts, I'm on Twitter at OldTakuConnect. Wow, my brain's really failing me right now. Um, Joe is at NHEP Returns, and Mike is at Hyper90s, so at the moment they're all at dead because I can't seem to get a hold of them on Gchat. So screw them. It's just me, myself, and I today. And, uh, yeah. I think that's everything, so until uh, then, thank you for listening. Have a good night. they tack things on like that we're like how come you could do that and they would be like oh because like I, I had to push the button and then I went up and threw it like wait we gotta we gotta go through this forest oh don't worry the lizards only come out at night more of a tune.